Hello and welcome to What The Bump. My name is Jennifer. I am a labor and delivery nurse who oddly enough has no kids, yet a huge passion for informing and empowering women on all of their options surrounding their pregnancy. Join me every week as we dive in to all things prenatal, postnatal, birth, and so much more. So let's jump into today's episode. Welcome back. I am super excited for today's episode. We are doing an interview style episode and I've never done an interview style episode before, so I'm pumped. We're having my dear friend Sam on. She is a junior high school teacher and one of the sweetest and most loving people that I know. Sam is currently 16 weeks pregnant with her first baby due in September and she's here to tell us about her journey and experience so far through pregnancy. I cannot wait to have her again on the podcast later in her pregnancy and even postpartum to kind of share and finish up her story with us. So with that being said, here is Sam. So we have Sam on the podcast. How are you, Sam? I'm doing great. How's your pregnancy? It's gotten a lot better. Um, It was rough at first, but it's so much better now. (laughs) Okay. So the first thing we're going to start with is how did you meet your partner? So tell us about how you met your husband, Seth. Okay. So we met, I signed up to do an internship through our church and he was the student ministries director at the time. And I was at one campus and I got switched to his campus. So then he became my direct report. And throughout my internship, I had this huge crush on him. And apparently he had a huge crush on me. And we never knew it because I was his intern and that would have been inappropriate. So we didn't start dating until after my internship, after we went on a mission trip to Costa Rica. And it was just fate after that. (laughs) It's true. I remember we went to the same church and I was in the program underneath Sam while this is all going on. And I like remember everybody calling it like everybody was like, oh, like Sam and Seth. But everybody was like, no, because Seth's a little bit older. How many years apart are you guys? Eight and a half. Yes. So they're eight and a half years apart. So we were all like, no, he, that's his intern. They wouldn't. And everybody had the, I think everybody had a cross on Seth just because he's so personable. So it was so funny. He was known as the bachelor of Cedar Creek. Oh, wow. I never heard that one. That's great. Yep. (laughs) Then you guys got married and how long were you guys married when you got pregnant? Over a year, a year and a half about. Okay. So how did you guys decide you wanted to get pregnant? Like, were you just like one day, like, okay, we should start trying or did it just happen? Yeah. So it's kind of funny. I was on birth control for the first six months that we were married, but it just destroyed me. I was sick all the time. I was taking the pills. So it just, I just had a really bad reaction to it. I tried three different pills and it just was not good for me. So I decided to get off. And at that point we were just using other protection and we just decided that if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Um, we weren't really going to start trying until this summer, but over winter break, we just got bored and we were like, you know what, let's just not use protection anymore. And whenever it happens, it happens. And sure enough, we are one of those lucky people that it happened the first try and um, now we're pregnant. So <laughs> it definitely happened fast. It wasn't, I wouldn't necessarily say it wasn't planned, but it wasn't like we're really trying. And I wouldn't have been disappointed if we didn't get pregnant right away, just because this summer was like going to be a really intentional time, but it happened and I'm really grateful for it. And um, hopefully our next pregnancies will be just as easy and quick. And now we know. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. That's like you said, well, we, it was winter break and we were bored. That's how it's going to be right now with the coronavirus. My unit, we're all like, well, in nine months, we are screwed. We are about to be so busy because everybody's probably bored right now. They're at home with their spouses. So like, what do you do? You know, you yep. just might have, you just might get pregnant. Yep. Exactly. And then, When you found, so how did you find out? Like, did you tell Seth right away or did you, how did you do that? So I, I have these cheap little, um, tests, the HCG tests, and I got like 50 of them for like 10 bucks on Amazon because I was not about to keep spending money on those expensive pregnancy tests because that definitely adds up. And I'm very, um, I know my cycle really well. So I know when I ovulate, um, when I should get my period, my period is very regular. So Every month, I would always take one of those little HGC strips. One, because it's fun, and I just wanted to see. Um, it's it's just 
I don't know, I thought they were fun to take. And um, just that little possibility of being pregnant was really fun for us. So I remember one day we were going out with some friends and I wanted to drink. So this was three days before I got my period. So I just decided to take a test. I'm like, there's a possibility I could be pregnant. Might as well just check. And it was negative. So I was like, all right, I can drink. But I only had one drink because I still had that feeling. I'm like, I could be pregnant. It's just too early to find out right now. So I only had one drink just to be careful. And then the next morning, they say what first morning urine's like the strongest. So I took another one of the cheap tests and I swear to you, there was a line and it was like the faintest possible line that you had to like look at it in a certain direction in the light to see this faint line, but a line is a line. And I've always been told that. So I called Seth into the bathroom. Like, oh, is this a line? Is this real? And he was like, no, I don't see anything. I was like, no, look. And so I made him look at the exact angle and he was like, wow, there is one but it's so light. It might not be it. So we were both kind of skeptical. And of course me being like consumed with this thought, I checked every three hours. I was taking these every three hours and sure enough, the line got darker throughout the day, which is crazy to me that hours can just change your HCG levels to make it darker. And I kept showing him the test. I'm like, look, it's getting darker. That means I'm pregnant. And it just didn't click with us because it was just like, these are cheap tests. Are they even accurate? Like, we don't know. So I was like, all right, I'm going to wait till the next morning. So at that point it was Sunday and Seth's the pastor. So he had to be at church at 8 a.m. And so I told myself, I'm going to take a real test, like the first response, whatever those tests are, when he leaves. And my plan was if it's positive, then I'm really pregnant. And then I'm going to go to like run a target, get him something cute. So when he comes home from church, he can open up this gift and like, it'll be real. Well, I took the test. I waited the three minutes or however long and I looked at it and I'm like, oh, it's positive. There was two very clear pink lines. And I'm like, oh my gosh, what do I do? And I, you know, I had this plan that I'm going to go to Target. That did not happen. I just FaceTimed Seth immediately and I was crying. He was crying and I just couldn't hold it in because we found out we were pregnant and it just, we just couldn't believe it. So I called my doctor the next day, made an appointment and the wait for the next appointment, because I hadn't even gotten my, I didn't miss my period at that point yet. I still had a whole nother month until I got to see my OB. So I think that those next, I think it was four weeks, it was a whole month, was really hard for us. Just like, is everything okay? Like, is, is this real? Because this, there's lines, but like, is it real? Um, so we were just, it was a hard four weeks of just like not knowing anything, if that makes sense. Right. That's awesome. I love how you literally said like, you took one every three hours. That is true. It's crazy how mm-hmm. like, cause they say the first morning people, it's like you took one three hours later and it was even darker. So you yeah. literally must've caught it like right on the dot of it being ready to show up because yeah. every couple hours it just got darker and darker. Oh yeah. It's crazy. That's awesome. Okay. So that's how you found out you were pregnant. So coming into your first trimester, those first four weeks when you waited for your OB appointment, did you have any of like your first trimester symptoms or like the nausea that you had? So I found out at four weeks that I was pregnant. And then nausea didn't start until week seven. So a week before I went to go see my doctor and it wasn't really that bad, but week seven through 14 were extremely hard for me. Definitely had nausea. So yeah, it started at like midway through week seven. Okay. And what else, how did you feel throughout your first trimester? I know you were like super nauseous and probably very tired, I assume. Yeah. So I was really expecting the tiredness. Um, My mom, she never had nausea. She was barely tired. My mom, I'm the oldest of three. I have twin sisters who are two and a half years younger than me. My mom said she never even got sick with twins. So I was like, this is great. And so weeks four through seven and a half, I was like, this, I'm going to be a rock star through this. It's going to be an easy pregnancy. But I was very, very wrong about that. I just have a different pregnancy than my mom. So I noticed that at first I started to throw up in the morning. And then that was like right when I woke up, nothing I did could stop that. I would try and eat 
crackers before I got out of bed, try to not drink super fast, try and eat right before I went to bed so I wouldn't be super hungry in the morning. I set a timer at one point in the middle of the night to try and eat crackers. Like I tried everything. That's awesome. I, yeah, literally everything. And I still threw up in the morning every single day. Um, and it seemed like that once I got that over with, I was fine throughout the day until nighttime. Um, but a couple weeks later, it was just all day sickness, all day nausea. If I, I gagged a lot, like had a really bad gag reflex with smells or anything. I remember one day Seth came home from church and, you know, he hadn't brushed his teeth since the morning and his breath did not smell nice. And he came to kiss me and I just immediately threw up. I was like, <laughs> what is going on? This is not normal. He was like, was that for me? And I'm like, yep, that was your breath that did it. <laughs> So anything just set me off and I would throw up. You're teaching full-time yeah. during all this too. So how is that? Yeah. Not only am I a teacher of seventh and eighth graders, but I'm in a modular teaching. So I'm in a trailer outside. So there's no bathrooms. I, thankfully I never threw up at school. I don't know what it was. If I just like convinced myself that I was going to be fine at school and I was fine. Um, so thankfully it really wasn't that bad. And I was really busy at school. I noticed that when I got home and I had time to think about being pregnant, that's when I felt the sickest. So if I kept like being busy, then it seemed to be easier. So time during this quarantine was a little hard at first when I was still sick and had all day to think about being pregnant. Right. All day to be sick. So that was a little bit more tough. But first trimester was really hard for me, but thankfully it's over. I feel a lot better. Yeah. And you are 16 weeks. So when are you guys finding out your gender? Yeah. So we, we were going to go to like a private ultrasound place. Um, oh yeah. I've heard of that. Second. Yeah, so it's just like a little clinic that we were going to go get that done. But with coronavirus, they are shut down until May 1st. So I, the week of May 1st, I, I'll be 20 weeks, I believe. Yeah, 20 weeks. And so at that point, I would get my anatomy scan anyways. So we just canceled that appointment and we're going to wait for the anatomy scan at 20 weeks. So that scan that you're going to do at the private company, does that cost more? Like you have to pay for that out of pocket? Yeah, it was like we had a, they do a lot of specials. So ours was like a Wednesday night, $40 gender reveal package. So oh, that's not bad. bad, but you get like extra ultrasound, you get extra images and yeah. but that would be fun. Are you guys going to reveal your gender to everybody? Yeah. So I don't want to find out at the doctor's appointment. Um, I want to wait and do, I mean, it's probably going to still be social distancing. So I'll probably just do like a Facebook live thing. That'll be awesome. What do you think it is? Do you have any like feelings? I'm convinced it's a boy. Yeah. I don't know. I have no reason. Um, maybe I just told myself it was a boy and I'm convinced and I have all these dreams about it being a boy, but yeah, I don't know. I think it's a boy. Do you guys have any names picked out? We only have a girl name picked out. So that's kind of ironic. That's probably, <laughs> and then now it's probably going to be a boy. I know, right? All right. So how are you guys preparing as far as like for, to be new parents with your first babies and even for like labor and delivery, are you guys doing anything special, any like birthing classes, any newborn classes, anything like that? We have been reading a lot of books. A lot of friends have given us books about just like uh, delivery with all of it. I mean, because as a first time mom, you know nothing. And I have a couple of friends. I've recently had kids. So we've sat down and talked about it a lot. I have a couple of friends too that are nurses like you that I've asked a lot of questions. And Seth is always asking questions just about like what people's experiences are. Those are my favorite. I love people's stories, birth stories, just to prepare ourselves. But we're also going to take I don't know what kind of class we haven't decided yet, but definitely take some kind of class probably in the beginning of the third trimester. That's when they um, suggested that we do that. So yeah, we're gonna take some kind of a class. Watch a lot of YouTube videos, which could be dangerous, but helpful <laughs> just depending on which one. So how are you guys feeling right now with COVID and coronavirus? I know being quarantined can be, like you said, you're just sitting there like, oh, I'm pregnant. I'm pregnant. I'm pregnant. Oh no. I'm yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that was the worst part. I think just not being, be, not being able to be around people, but Ohio has been pretty I mean, we're on lockdown. I don't know if, are you guys in here? Yeah. Yeah. 
So we haven't really had a choice to do anything. And I've self-quarantined since this whole thing happened just because I am pregnant and I don't want to risk anything. Not that they're saying, I mean, there's much research behind, you know, uh, COVID and pregnancies, but, but just in case I don't want it. And I've been having Seth go to the grocery store. He's the only one that leaves the house. And when he comes back, I'm very like, we need to sanitize the door. Not that you just touched. You need to go in and wash your hands. Um, I hear people are actually sanitizing their like groceries. You know how like you grab like spinach and it's in a plastic yeah. container. Well, other people might've touched that. So people are, and it's actually smart, but they're saying to come home and literally wipe down like anything that you buy at the grocery, which is just, no. just absurd to me. But you know, I haven't done that, but hopefully I, I didn't just that. spark an idea for you. <laughs> I know. I know. I just don't have enough sanitizing wipes and things like that because there's nothing at the store. So just trying to save those for important things. <laughs> have you had extra time to like, have you started your nursery or anything like that? Yeah, we actually built the crib. My mom bought the crib as soon as I put it on a registry. But that's the only thing that we have built. We were bored one day and we were like, let's just go build a crib. So yeah. now the crib is set up in the room and it's really cute. And it's it's exciting. It kind of makes it feel more real. The nursery is right across from our room. So every day we, when we wake up, we just see the little crib in there and it just makes it real. Like there's going to be a baby in there someday. Right. <laughs> You're still going to try to have a baby shower at the end of your pregnancy probably. So yeah. then this will all be cleared up. And Yeah, we're aiming for July, but... Who knows? I mean, I, I know a lot of people who are pregnant or well, further along in their pregnancy, hopefully you'll be able to have yours before the baby since you're still, you know, early on. But I know some people who are like more in that 30 week mark and they're just having like, I forget what they're calling it, but it's basically like a post baby party. Like it's like a baby shower with the baby, baby already there. Oh, that's just, cool. I've seen a lot of virtual baby showers too. Right. Yeah. Okay. And then my last question, do you have any specific birth plans going into labor? Not yet. I thought about things. I mean, I definitely want epidural. I definitely want a vaginal delivery if that's, I mean, possible, obviously not always, but that's my dream. I imagine having a vaginal delivery when I dream about my delivery of my baby, but obviously that doesn't always happen. That's pretty much all I thought about yeah. so far. Are you having anybody else in your birth room besides Seth? No, we just want it to be just us. Yeah, I don't know. I think just we want the first one to just be us. Maybe in the second one, might invite another person in, but we haven't decided, like, we're not getting a doula or anything like that. Right. Maybe like one of your moms or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I think that's it. Well, thank you for coming on the podcast and sharing your pregnancy journey this far. I'm definitely going to have you back. Maybe, maybe when you're like later on in your pregnancy and definitely postpartum. So you can share that time, your birth story and tell us how it all actually went down. That'd be awesome. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Thank you for tuning into today's episode. I really hope you enjoyed it and I will see you next week to talk more about the bump. And of course, I know you all probably know this, but I have to add it in. I make every effort to broadcast correct information through this podcast, but I'm still learning so much. So I am in no way providing medical advice through this podcast, just sharing the things that myself and others have experienced or learned. Make sure to consult your physician before taking anything from this podcast and changing your health. This applies to any guests or contributors that I also have on this podcast. Thank you. And 